Hello and welcome to The Soprano Show. I'm Gavin Bowen. And I'm Hannibal Diaz. Today we will be reviewing Season 6B, Episode 15 of The Sopranos, titled Remember When. This episode aired April 22nd, 2007. It was written by Terrence Winter and it was directed by Phil Abram, who's normally a cinematographer for the series. That's right, yeah. With the, uh, oh, here's the HBO synopsis. Okay. Jump the gun. With the heat, oh, and I added a little bit more to it right as well that makes sense because all of these are going to be really short yes yeah with the heat turned up in jersey tony and Polly head south to cool off meanwhile junior rekindles some of his old fire in a poker game in new york one man finds his balls while another loses an eye so i think i know when the gavin bowen portion yeah, do you? Is it <laughs> began that obvious? Yeah. yeah the balls part maybe right mm-hmm. well we got very uh, two very distinct storylines here mm -hmm. with a little pepper of new york in that's right yeah mm -hmm. and this uh remember when title is really again you know second week in a row maybe third week in a row where we've had this extremely strong theme that permeates you know especially in this episode pretty much every single scene mm -hmm. uh it's really interesting also a good drinking game take a drink every time someone says the word remember because <laughs> it is spoken many times in this episode that's true or if polly goes hey <laughs> Right. That'd be a good one, too. <laughs> I'm glad they finally referenced that, which oh he's been God. doing since the beginning of the uh, series. Very good. Well, we opened the episode with Tony startled awake. It was funny. Woke up this morning is the song. We literally get it. Here. This, that's okay. just, that's just Never mind. Well, Let's just move well, on. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Polly arrives to... Uh, to the delight of Tony. Mm -hmm. Kind of gives a, a soft smile as yeah. Polly walks up in his Polly way. That's right, yeah. Truly in his Polly way. Mm -hmm. Track suit. Yeah. Got the paper. Yes, he did. So we got the memo that Tony's not going to go down and get his paper anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> Detail too, the espresso machine is broken. Mm -hmm. But uh, Polly's there for bigger news. Let's him know that the feds are snooping around this old site where on Labor Day 1982, uh, one Mr. Willie Overalls was killed and buried. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that is cause for concern for Tony for reasons that we can probably surmise, but it is actually articulated literally in the very next scene, right? <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. They're at the site. Fed's really going to town on this place. Yeah. Jeez, they're like infesting this, this right. place and digging it up yeah broad daylight just massive fed swarm yeah uh but apparently larry barisi might be talking according to Polly. right and pointing to where this body was and kind of where we picked up last episode right because mm -hmm. larry barisi was pulled away from the movie event mm -hmm. so Polly's doing a lot of the talking in this scene yeah <laughs> He's doing a lot of talking the whole episode, really. <laughs> True. And then we get a really great flashback here, right? Because yeah. this is Tony's first kill. That's right. Yeah, Willie Overall's first guy Tony ever killed. Yeah. And uh, just super quick little flashback. But, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like it really ties in to our broader remember when kind of yeah. purpose to this episode. Mm -hmm. I think Not it's... the last flashback we're going to get. No, I like that kind of dramatization for yeah. this purpose yeah. to connect us to, you know, past events. And he's, tw uh, well, we later find out he's 22 mm -hmm. at that moment, which, yeah, 1982. We know Tony was born in 1960. We'll see mm -hmm. how 
all that plays into Many Saints of Newark. I wonder, right. actually, no one's asked this, if there will be a Carmela, a young Carmela. Right. Because they were high school sweethearts. and True. I mean, my question with this episode actually was, wait a minute, I guess we need a young Polly in this, right? I, yeah. Yeah, I never really thought about that before. No, exactly. I feel like the one guy from Walking Dead and The Punisher... Yeah. What's his name? He might. Maybe he's playing Polly. He could be a Polly. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. He I could, could definitely be. see that. Well, I like yeah. how the, the scene kind of closes out. Polly says, What are we going to do? We're going to pack our toothbrushes. Just like that mob lingo. Time to lamb it. Yeah. And then we get the packing up of both men. Kind of a testy moment here with Carmela mm-hmm. and Tony. Kind of brings up the Paris trip. Yeah, kind of throws it back in her face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you feel that Polly is a little bit like a cartoon character with the way he has his wardrobe oh. laid out? Like <laughs> same shoes, same yeah. jacket, same shirts. Yeah, kind of like a, I don't know, Mr. Magoo or something. Just yeah. an old... <laughs> I mean, it's funny because we do have an actual real Mr. Magoo in this episode in Uncle Junior. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, I agree. A bit of a cartoon vibe from Polly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it kind of a throwaway line but i thought it was kind of important to the whole theme of this season Mm -hmm. where tony feels like things are going well but then there's always something right Right. and he he makes the point that oh his tomatoes just came in Mm -hmm. you know simple pleasures being interrupted yeah by these these things you know and as carmela points out you know it's starting to get a little sad really because you know they're both in their middle age tony Mm -hmm. still has to go on the lamb Right. occasionally for reasons that he'll never be able to explain, mm-hmm. you know, and Carmela's just kind of tired of it. And Tony is too. Sure. <laughs> this is this whole junior. Yeah. Part of the episode is great. I, yeah. We yeah. pick up with junior and some old pals, including uncle Pat, right? Yeah. Uncle, of Pat. uncle Pat's farm. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, uh, they think he's doing a lot better. Medicine seems to be helping with, mm-hmm. uh, repeating, although, Junior has the quaint way of telling them. What the fuck does that mean? I'm fucking incarcerated for Christ's sake. Right. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not good. And Junior still wants an apology from Tony. Yeah. How he paints that in his mind, in his demented mind, that somehow right. Tony owes him an apology is funny. It's, uh, yeah, it's hilarious. It's amazing. I mean, the way that Junior has kind of construed the whole shooting of Tony incident mm-hmm. is referenced a couple times in this episode. Uh, it's a hilarious effect. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I uh, And I think it's great that uh, in this episode, too, he's still portraying some leadership, some sort right. of leader uh, yeah. to these old guys, to the lunatics in the <laughs> asylum with right. him, uh, still getting money from the electricians union. How is yeah. that even like a thing or possible? What does he do with it? Right. What can he do with it? Well, he could yeah. he could definitely play some card games. Right. Which is kind of what goes down uh, in these next moments. Junior has this new friend. Yeah. Carter. Right. And Ken uh, Leung, another one of these actors. Great who actor. Appears in a million things all the time. Yeah. Great actor. Yeah. Um Junior gets this card game going with, with all these guys. And my question is like, dude, did they buy in or is everybody mm-hmm so messed up yeah that they believe the buttons are actually real money oh no i don't think that i I think i don't think they're that far gone okay (laughs) that they think the buttons are money (laughs) so they all get like income or they all get money 
See, that's I my mean, question. It's kind of like a like chips, right? Oh, so yeah. It's like currency. You can hand buttons over to another guy, and the other guy will give you, I don't know, a candy bar or something. So it's like it's like cigarettes in prison. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly what it's like. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, um, I think that works. Yeah, just a very funny like you know setting up this card game Mm -hmm. but yeah it's the old junior you know kind of at work where he's like got a hustle going he's kind of leading this sort of illicit enterprise no one's really getting hurt you know at all it is just sort of um mischievous though because they are in this institution yeah but junior you know true to old junior form uh does have a man on the inside jameel that he pays off to uh let them do their thing Hamel, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we pick up next in the car ride with Pauly. Um, so, yeah, Tony was 22 mm-hmm. when he committed the murder, a week before Meadow was born. Yeah. Pauly mentions how he took Pussy and Ralphie and him right. out afterwards. Tony, not so pleased that those names yeah. are brought up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, this really begins a big pattern of... Uh, um, Polly doing this kind of reminiscing thing. And mm-hmm. at first Tony's like, oh, okay, all right, yeah. But then, you know, he suddenly, like, just for whatever reason, has cause to find what Polly's saying to be either annoying yeah. or just kind of painful. Yeah. And then he sort of just turns against Polly in the moment. Yeah. Well, especially with this Chevy Chase. Yeah. <laughs> whatever happened to him, right. Tony's face, Gandolfini is, like, yeah. is so good yeah. in this episode with that stuff. And then just kind of straights up. Uh, straight up asks him about the Ginny Sack joke. Mm-hmm. Who would have told yeah. Johnny Sack that? Yeah. And of course, you know, any uh, true viewer of this show knows that it is indisputably Polly <laughs> yeah. who spilled the beans on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that shut him up right. quick. Then we go back to the card game. And I really, I know it's sad, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of funny when he asks the guy, Walter, what you got? Flush. No, you don't. George? Yeah. Right. What? Yeah. Yeah, all of these guys are uh, kind of amusing. You know, you got uh, one thing I noticed, kind of like old Albert Einstein looking sort of dude in a Grandpa (laughs) Rocks shirt. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, Junior's in his executive game form. Exactly. Telling jokes, organizing keeping losers like the professor out mm-hmm. you know shit like that yeah and i gotta say i paid a little too close of attention to the psych warden warren yeah who sure. comes in not a good actor yeah. and you know how i definitely know he's not a good actor tell me because when i looked him up i got his name okay the name of the actor who plays warren the warden stink fisher <laughs> whoa his name is stink really fisher so Warren is the other guy who's institutionalized that Junior hates. No, right? no, 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 no. Warren Warren is the psych warden. Oh. The one with the the goatee who comes in, the, the oh. big buff white guy. Okay, wait. So what's the name of... Because they call him the professor. The professor is the professor, yeah. Oh, he, so he doesn't have another name. He's just the professor. Yeah, I mean, uh, Junior yeah. references his name. I just right. only remember it as professor. But anyway, we've got Stink. Stink 
Fisher coming in, and he yeah. was a noticeably bad actor. He was stinky. in your opinion. He was stinky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Junior just throws that burn at him about his wife being at a pet store. Yeah, yeah. So it's great. I mean, it's just so funny how we're seeing Junior doing all of the things that he did, but it's just like way less significant than it ever. Oh, absolutely. Was before. I mean, the next moment with him and Carter, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just trade out real money for buttons mm-hmm. and trade out whatever vice it would have been for Kit Kat bars. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. This and, is the G-rated Junior. Yeah, exactly. I mean, drinking apple juice and mm-hmm. getting sugar, uh, sugary drinks for everyone. Yeah, uh, and I guess we get into a little bit of uh, the heart of the matter here with Junior and Carter, and we can kind of see that, like, yeah, they really do have this bond, mm-hmm. and Carter, like, really, really looks up to Junior. Right. It's interesting, because Ken Young, I don't think, was that young, but he's almost, like, playing a guy who's, like, 20. Yeah. But I, I'm guessing he was, like, probably twice that actual age when 40? he did this. I mean, a lot older. I, mean, I don't know. This guy's been around a long time. I have no idea how old he is. Okay. But... It's just kind of interesting the way he kind of plays it like a really young guy, but I don't think he was that young. Yeah, well, especially because we have his mother in it, yeah. and he goes off about his father. I mean, both stories about their fathers. This right. is all really good, like storytelling and you know the connection that they somehow have formed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're they have that bond mm-hmm. um, over difficulty with their dads, which is like a common thing that guys can bond over. Definitely. Are you looking up uh, Kenley Young's age? Uh, yes, I am. He would have been. You're you're kind of right. He's thirty. He was thirty-seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Right. Well, I don't know. I mean, I just felt like he was playing like a twenty-year-old. Yeah. Which is fine. But you know, then again, he's in this institution, so maybe psychologically, he is much younger than. That's you know. That is true. Yeah. But the really good age. actor. Good yeah. Actor. Pick up on uh, Tony and Polly arriving at uh, a spot they discussed uh, in the car ride. Uh, Haven Air, mm-hmm. old place they used to stop at. And yeah. Pull up to a newer hotel. Right. And then this is where we get a nice little fun moment mm-hmm. uh, for anyone who's interested in the world of entertainment. Right. At the time, uh, the guy that they talked to, the bellman, was a nobody. <laughs> right. Uh, but now this is a major cameo. It really is because the actor who plays this bellman is none other than Lin Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he has a great, great dialogue here. Yeah. Where they're like, "Excuse me, this place is it no? I think maybe I don't know. There was a motel on this spot though, right? The Haven Air. I don't know. Fucking guy." <laughs> no it's great yeah, yeah just how uh he plays this character is such a dope <laughs> yeah. and uh you know tony and Polly are so annoyed like it's this guy's fault <laughs> you know <laughs> right. but again it's that remember when stuff i mean it's the yeah. title of the episode like i said it permeates every scene yep they have these memories they think they're going to be able to climb back into the past but the past has kind of just been erased right. and replaced by something that in their minds is pretty inferior yeah as you know we get to when they're in the lobby here yeah i mean it's like a holiday inn mm-hmm. or whatever and it's a it's a hotel where they don't serve bottled drinks and then after a certain time it's only wraps and salads yeah so they head over to get some nachos and then we get a lot of remember when stories here mm-hmm. uh good stories from paulie about tony's dad johnny boy yeah and tony saying something that we've never really 
heard him voice before, which is that he never quite knew like where he stood mm-hmm. with his father, which I think is maybe one of the more exciting aspects of uh, Many Saints of Newark is that, you know, you're going to have to have a Johnny Boy character, I'm assuming. Yeah. And so we've never really had it explored how like what their dynamic really was right you know what i mean the only thing that we've seen is that like johnny boy was kind of like you know even though he was involved in the world and the lifestyle like he was kind of like a much less serious character than tony in a lot of ways you oh, know what i mean yeah and uh you know i think that we kind of get into the resentment that tony has towards his father mm-hmm. in ways that we've never gotten into it before in the show yeah definitely well Polly tries to tame that that idea in Tony's mind mm-hmm. and tells him, you know, he let, he gave you the Willie overall thing. He trusted you with that. So there was something there. Right. And that's the thing. I think that Tony's reaction immediately after that, uh, is to be like suddenly very annoyed. Like mm. again, he was doing okay mm-hmm. until Paulie mentioned, Oh, your dad gave you the Willie overalls assignment. And you know, this is me, of course, you know, kind of extrapolating a lot from the scene and kind of delving into my interpretation of what's unsaid. Mm -hmm. But I think that Tony, sort of in a weird way, like, you know, he loved his dad, but sort of hates the fact that his dad is responsible for bringing him into this lifestyle. And in a way, you know, he kind of wishes, right, that his dad was a little bit more like the way Tony is towards AJ, which is, oh, I don't want this for you. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, but then it's also, I don't know if it's maybe juxtaposed then with, because they intentionally get this final shot of Tony throwing down a $100 bill on these nachos and drinks, which of course was the amount that Paulie said he gave, his dad gave the state trooper to get out of that problem. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it, yeah, that, that's interesting too, Mm -hmm. whether or not that supports what you're saying about Tony's, Mm -hmm. you know, frustration and how he feels about his father or whether or not it's more like, oh, well, now, you know, I can throw down $100 just to pay for nachos and drinks yeah. and add so much tip to that. I think uh, it's probably both things, yeah. which I think is uh, one of the really great things about this episode. Uh, just the mixed feelings within Tony mm-hmm. that we get to see demonstrated in a number of, di- number of different scenarios. Yeah. When we pick up next morning, Polly gets in trouble with Tony because he has a yeah. big mouth. Yeah. And uh, this is going to become a really big running thread through the uh, Tony Polly storyline in this episode. Because, of course, Tony's like, look, technically, we may need we may find out at any moment that we need to, like, seriously disappear. Yeah. And you can't be like just chatting people up and being memorable mm-hmm. to people in case feds start trying to track us down. Yeah. They can interview some of these idiots. Right. And then maybe they can tell, you know, like the feds, oh, that guy with the wings in his hair said they were going to Miami. <laughs> right. <laughs> he had a nervous tick where he went, heh, <laughs> all yeah, the time. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, I, I mean, I just thought too, wow, he is picking at that Danish platter faster than those old ladies were <laughs> in that scene yeah. with him, right? Yeah, I mean, he really learned from Nucci and uh, that malignant, malignant cunt. cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, very interesting in the next beat. Sure. Because Carter, a tertiary character, mm-hmm. gets his own moment here to develop the backstory of the character. Mm-hmm. When have we ever had that? Yeah. We're like some you know third party Mm -hmm. even with um the stresses that uh 
Patsy was put through. Mm -hmm. We only saw externally like him pissing in the pool. Yeah. And then hearing about him like talking drunkenly in a bar about killing Tony. (laughs) Right. But in this moment, like he gets his own scene here. Yeah. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Totally true that we really delve into who he is and what he's all about and really get a sense of his importance. And, you know, as you were kind of uh, pointing that out, that we like sort of center on him on a way in a way that like we wouldn't normally center on a character like that. I do think it's like really interesting and obviously very deliberate choice that this is like an Asian guy Mm. because I feel like it's cool to see him juxtaposed with Junior who like if he wasn't in this very specific situation that he's in, would never have a friend like this. No. Ever. No. Like, this young Asian guy no. would never be his best friend. Of course. Ever. No. Uh, so it's just kind of funny how this, you know, psychiatric facility has kind of bred this interesting bond. Yeah. I like... Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I just like the opening of the yeah. scene. The ADR from the patient who says... You have shit in your pants, Don. Please be patient with him. Yes, ma'am. Right? <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. I was, like, I was trying hilarious. to figure out who said it. And it's the yeah. patient who walks in. <laughs> and he says it to the warden. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Junior and Carter walk in, meet Carter's mom. Mm-hmm. And Junior has this medication salivation. <laughs> right. Moment. And yeah, and then we get into that kind of... Um, stereotypical asian american family dynamic Mm -hmm. and expectations of the son right you see his true like anger but also his mother pointing out like you actually were never like this and i think it's because we all think it's because you've been hanging out with mr soprano right yeah uh and carter is like well of course yeah Mm -hmm. and like this guy's helping me to like be assertive Etc. I mean, we can definitely guess that the reason why Carter isn't here <clears throat> is because of some sort of violent incident, because of this rage that he displays. Right. That it comes on so fast and so intensely, you mm-hmm. know, towards his mom. And also this kind of dynamic where he really likes to blame everyone else. You know, it's everyone else's fault mm-hmm. that he is the way he is. Yeah. Yeah. Pick up on... Uh, Tony and Polly arriving at the hotel in Miami and Tony gets a call from Syl and Syl lets him know that they tentatively ID'd the body. Mm-hmm. So right now it's escalating. It's getting worse. Yeah. Of course, Tony vents his frustrations and at that moment turns and sees Polly <laughs> telling some bellhops, a ridiculous <laughs> joke and right. laughing his ass off. Yeah. Not good timing for Polly to be making that joke, but yeah, it just mm-hmm. sets us up for more and more frustration for Tony. Yeah, yeah. Tony's like, wow, this guy really doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be low-key, kind of invisible. I'm Mr. Spears, for God's sake. <laughs> right. By the way, I was going to ask you, has he used this Mr. Spears before? I think before? he has, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he has used Mr. Spears. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Junior uh, in the next moment is dictating a letter to Dick Cheney. Yeah. Hilarious. Who was vice president at the time. Who shot a man in the face. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's just so funny. Jamel comes in. Yeah. Right. And we can see he's actually really taking advantage of Junior. Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Having him sign these photos. Right. Of him being let off in cuffs. Yeah. Those motherfuckers going right on eBay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Terrible. In our next scene, yeah, uh, we get the return of Beansy. Beansy. So, of course, uh, Beansy moved down to Miami a while back, you know, after he got crippled by um, Richie. Richie. I was going to say Ralphie, but it was Richie, of mm-hmm. course, who crippled him. And, uh, you know, they're just discussing a potential business opportunity. Which I felt was kind of felt like a setup. Yeah. Didn't you? You're like, what? Just some random Cuban guys and <laughs> right. Tony's going to call them? Seems yeah. like a setup. I don't know. Yeah. I'm on edge for this episode since they're kind of lambing it. And everything. Right. Uh, and then Beansy shares some old photos. Polly. Yeah. Right? And his dad and Junior. And I like what Gandolfini does here. I mean, his reactions mm-hmm. to that photo is mixed. Well, for of course. Sure. And plays it very well. Yeah. 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 One, like, because in a lot of ways, you know, both of these guys, uh, he feels let him down big time. Mm-hmm. Junior, obviously. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, also his dad in more subtle ways. Yeah. More remember when. Yeah. Beansy has to excuse himself because he has to empty his bag. And, of course, Polly can't pass up an opportunity to react and say, Oh, my God. He pisses in a bag now. Jesus Christ, fucking kill me now. Tony has a moment where he thinks, yeah, right, maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a really rough situation. That I mean, Beansy seems to be making the best of it. Seems like he's made his peace with it. Yeah. Pick know? up on Junior, though. Yeah. And gets a call from Pat, who's like, hey, what did you think of our idea to pull you out of the dentist's office and hit the road? And he's like, nah, I don't feel like it. Right. <laughs> I'm actually kind of comfortable. Yeah. You know what? I'm being watched. Now is not a good time. And just hangs up on Pat. Yeah. It's so good. Right. And you have to imagine that this escape plan probably would have worked. Probably been pretty easy, actually. You think? Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I just... it could ever even happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, especially when you consider the age of the accomplices here. Oh, man. But that would be yeah. a funny episode. Oh, man. Yeah, the escape. But... but yeah junior brings up a really good point which is just like okay even if it was successful where the hell would i go anyway like what life would i have and it's true like nothing there's nothing there's nowhere to go there's nothing to do right might as well just continue sitting on your ass being a big fish in a small pond watching your shitty tv yeah exactly yeah (laughs) with a blanket on your legs right pick up back on uh later that night with beansy tony and Polly. Mm mm-hmm this is where really Tony expresses his true disdain at this moment for Polly. Right off the top, though, I I did think it was good that Terrence Winter even acknowledged the low blow to Beansy. <laughs> right. About a, being a stand-up guy. Yeah. He's like, well, okay, I can't just get away with that. I have to have some of the characters yeah. acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, Beans. Yeah, exactly. And uh, But then, you know... Tony's being a little quiet and they comment on it and Tony says well you know remember when is the lowest form of conversation yeah yeah and you see Polly is uh really hurt by that and then also Beansy is just kind of like whoa that was uh pretty vicious (laughs) right uh but you know I think that it actually ties into something very specific um which is that Polly makes this casual offhand throwaway joke about a mysterious drowning right and tony's just like come on yeah shut up <laughs> like we can't make jokes about shit like that you know like if you're just casually 
joking about murders from decades ago. Like, what's to stop you from doing it about more recent murders or sure. Willie Overalls or whatever? Right. The wrong person hears that, like, we're screwed, you know? Yeah. He sees a girl in overalls. He's going to be like, hey. Right. I got something to tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Loose lips sink ships. This is what Tony's thinking. That's right. Yeah. Well, great New York scene. Yeah. Next. I like the aesthetic of the place that they're in, the restaurant they're in. It just had a really good vibe. And mm -hmm. again, you get this like, you could tell just in the way it's shot and just the presence of Butch? Frank Vincent. Oh, Frank Vincent. Yeah. Just his power, like the power struggle of this moment, even yeah. though Doc is boss and makes a really bold move there by picking food off of phil's plate <laughs> right you still see that phil is the one in power and in yeah. control yeah absolutely and uh that he's asserting himself in a real major way you know following what he said he was going to do at mm -hmm. the end of the previous episode you know he's gonna try and take the reins here and yeah just that very murderous look that he gives Doc when Doc picks the food off of the plate. And then even we get a little, like, cut to Butch, like, leaning over, like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. this guy's really going to eat food off of the plate? Phil, you could have let him take food off your plate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> cross-eyed Butch. He's cross-eyed, right? He's got I a mean, lazy eye. He's got something going on. Yeah, there's something yeah. wrong with that, right? <laughs> But yeah, this is just like a major moment that Doc is just completely well, oblivious. He, yeah, he lacks self-awareness, this yeah. guy. <laughs> and it will be his downfall. Back on Junior, playing a little checkers with Carter. Mm -hmm. And this is where Junior exerts, uh, I would say, some uh, force. Great. Here, you know, tells Professor, hey, you looking for a smack in the fucking mouth? <laughs> Right. It's just so funny. And then knees him in the nuts, which yeah. I even think Jesus Jr. But I mean, when you're, you know, old man fighting. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> you guy, take what you can get. Yeah. A guy who did stab the Dean of yeah. Rutgers. Yeah. You got to you gotta hit him where it hurts. Right. I uh, mean, <laughs> I think that Jr. really doesn't care that it's a cheap shot because he's just so eager to kind of reclaim his like former glory. Yeah. You know, so he's truly living. Even his... if he loses a shoe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, his like slipper yeah, falls off. Flies off as, as he's, he's trying to kick him. <laughs> so good. No, it's great. It's great. But you know, it's more. It's more. Remember when, right? Yeah. yeah trying to recapture that past glory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the next beat, uh, Jamel is uh, interrogated by mm -hmm. this nurse lady. Woof. Yeah. Wow. She's a handsome woman. <laughs> uh, and yeah, very um, kind of on point here. This like yeah. Sherlock Holmes-ish figure. <laughs> right. You know, she's like, oh, where'd you get that watch? You know, so yeah. basically they know that Hormel is on the take. <laughs> you know, Hormel, by the way, <laughs> is uh, a company that makes like food products. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So that's why Junior keeps calling him Hormel. Because uh, he's getting confused with the brand name. That's really good. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, Junior's meds need to be changed at this point. Right. To kind of curtail some of this bad behavior. Mm -hmm. uh, would you say then that uh, the, the remember when in this moment is Jamel telling them, hey, remember when there was slavery? Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
why am I the only one being interrogated? Yeah. I mean, that might be a bit of a reach <laughs> okay. on your part. <laughs> Probably. Probably. I'm looking forward to it in every scene now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, in this uh, scene with Tony calling Hesh, mm-hmm. get a little bit of detail of his gambling problems. Right. We had a little bit of it early yeah. on, I felt. Like just a hint that he's like making place and bets and things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's making really bad bets. Right. He's losing a lot of money that he has to get a bridge loan right. from Hesh of 200000 Yeah. Uh, so he's consistently losing. And this is something that uh, kind of is referenced more than once in this episode. And who knows, you know, where it will build from here. Mm. But, yeah, we just get that moment with Hesh kind of surprisingly. Uh, we see that Tony is definitely, like, in pretty heavy debt, mm-hmm. you know, to Hesh. Uh, but then... Uh, Beansy, one of Beansy's girls shows up. Oh, I thought you were going to say Beansy yeah, shows Beansy up. Yeah, shows Tony up. fucks the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no. <laughs> I was just looking at my notes, and I saw the word Beansy. And then gotcha. I was like, wait, that's not right. Yeah. And then I saw that I wrote one of Beansy's girls, yes. which is exactly what she is. Yes. So uh, she shows up for, you know, just a little bit of, like, um, escort-type action. Right. You know, uh, as they call it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Polly's brought up. Mm-hmm. Just uh, again, he's yapping away. Even yeah. To this call girl. She knows a little bit too much. To yeah. Tell his liking. Yeah, exactly. And it's an interesting scene because, you know, there's a lot of like warmth, you know, from Tony where he's kind of like, wow, I guess Polly really does love me. And, you know, I guess I love him, too. You know, I kind of wished that he was my dad at one point. Uh, You know, there's this, like, love and trust and bond there. But then, of course, it has to be ruined when she mentions, like, oh, yeah, Polly said that he worked for your dad. And Mm -hmm. Tony's like, God damn it. Mm -hmm. Why is he just talking about business to these random ass Miami whores? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So back to the psychiatric uh, care center. Well, shot starts off on a close-up of the reply from Mm -hmm. Dick Cheney's Mm -hmm. office, uh, basically saying, yeah, there's nothing we can do for you. Just form letter. Yeah. You know, totally generic. But uh, Junior is basically passed out. Like, he's awake, but not really. You know, he's confused. He can barely speak. Right. And, uh, you know, this uh, nurse ratchet <laughs> figure <laughs> is like, oh, it's all okay. You know, it's yeah. all normal. Take your medicine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she leaves. Carter is angry. And Carter correctly is right. like, no, it's all bullshit. They're just sedating you. Yeah. Yeah. It's bullshit, bro. Pretty it's much. A man trying to curtail your yeah. beast mode. Right. Junior's Beast Mode. <laughs> Junior's Beast Mode. Nope. Good uh, alternate title for this episode. Junior's Beast Mode. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we see that uh, Junior is in a sad state. Right. And then we move into a very uh, uh, cliche gangster mm-hmm. moment here where Tony and Polly wait for the Cubans. <laughs> and then Polly just muscles his way out of the car yeah. at them because they arrive in like a party. Right. Of Cubans. Yeah, party of four. Yeah. Polly has to point out. So everybody come tonight except Charo? Right. (laughs) Like, wow. Why so hostile? 
Well, you know, he, it's funny because it ties into something that, you know, a good line that comes later in this episode. Uh, but yeah, you know, he's very bold for yeah. a guy who is clearly older, mm -hmm. yelling at four guys who, if they wanted to, could beat the shit out of him pretty easily. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there wouldn't be a whole lot he could do about it. No. Uh, but, you know, Tony kind of respects that, too. Sure. The lack of fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Tony, obviously, with his sharp business acumen, mm -hmm. knows how to adjust the prices according, accordingly yeah. to his favor. They make a deal, go back to their cars. On the way to the car, though, he calls uh, the Cuban calls Polly Tio, uncle. Mm -hmm. right. That was nice. And then he pinches his cheek and heads <laughs> back to the car with Tony. Yeah, exactly. Just to show, you know, Polly's just got to show, hey, I'm not afraid. So, yeah, so Carter, in the next beat, helps mm -hmm. Junior avoid taking his medication. Yeah. Keep him strong and uh, all together. Right. Yeah, so, they're, you know, on a little team, mm -hmm. and uh, we could see that Junior can go back to being the Junior that he was. Right. Okay, so this next scene is kind of what I was just talking about, uh, where we sort of get into the psychology of Polly a little bit. Right. In a way, you know, Beansy really breaks it down when he's talking with Tony here. And he's pretty, you know, astute in kind of explaining the why Polly... What? The kind of guy he is. Yeah, yeah. And why Polly does what he does and how it is really all, like, innocent in a sense. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get a word here that I had learned before uh, realizing what Tony was saying here, mm -hmm. but he calls Polly a Kecleon. Right. Which you and I know because of our conversation with Frank Renzulli, yes. who has self-proclaimed himself <laughs> a Kecleon. What did he sound like oh, when he, like, he called himself that? I was like... Uh, well, you know, like, uh, I'm like a Kekuleon, you know, like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. I just, I love your, uh, Frank Rizzoli. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know when to shut up when <laughs> somebody tells me to shut up. Uh, yeah. Kind of gone downhill. It was really <laughs> bad. Um, uh, friend of the show. Yes. Friend of the show. We love Frank. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just so funny to even, like, picture him and David Chase, like, having a conversation. Oh, my God. Because you think of, like, two guys more opposite of each right. other in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I guess that is what Frank said, <laughs> like, the yeah. first time they ever talked. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, well, back to the scene. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Tony's like, look, he told me about his cancer, yeah. said for me not to tell anyone. Then he went on and told everyone. Yeah. This is the kind of person I'm dealing with. Tony's concerns are kind of met with rebukes from Beansy, like you said. Like, mm -hmm. He's not the guy you think he is, but Tony's like, well, you know what? He's not really making any money either. So what do you say about that? Mm -hmm. Like, there's this kind of mounting evidence that Polly is just not pulling his weight in all areas. Yeah, not pulling his weight and also probably vulnerable Mm -hmm. you know, to the feds uh, because he's not really bringing in the dough because right. he has a big mouth, you know, now we get this kind of massive raising of the stakes. Tony says to Beansy, you know, it's not just annoying that Polly talks too much. It's actually really 
truly dangerous yeah and i'm really concerned about right. it right uh because you know he could you know lead me to my doom mm-hmm. in this way mm-hmm. yeah but tony in the next scene gets the good news mm-hmm. larry boy pinned it on jackie jackie april right which is good yeah, yeah, which is actually brilliant. I mean, anytime they're in a situation like this, it actually makes a lot of sense. You could pin all of these crimes on the dead guys. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, Ralphie Ralph did Cifredo. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that was Richie April, actually. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was Big Pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. It's a good uh, yeah, it's like, strategy. Oh, too bad. You almost had him. Yeah, but, exactly. Oh, I guess he's in the witness protection program. So. Yeah. Oh, that was actually a Johnny Sack job. He died last week. Right. So you guys are too right. late on yeah, that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> I mean, I led you to the body. What right. What else can I do? Exactly. Yeah. Tony's, though, not really that excited. I mean, it's a huge relief. But mm-hmm. at the same time, he just feels like something else. The other right. shoe is going to drop, like he told Beansy. Right. It's funny because Gandolfini does something in here that I really noticed really stood out to me, which is when he gets off the phone with Syl, he literally breathes a sigh of relief. Yeah. And I was like, how often do people actually do that? And yet, Gandolfini, because he's such a good actor, makes this very sort of like cliche gesture. True. Convincing. <laughs> I, I totally felt the same way about that. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> takes it to the balcony, get some fresh air, some of that beach, that Miami beach. I can't focus on it because of the ridiculousness of Polly in the other room laughing his ass off at an episode of three's company. Right. <laughs> He's laughing so hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not even believable. Right. That somebody laughs that hard. It's so over the top, especially for a guy who said, yeah. I never watched that much TV. Yeah, exactly. Well, I can't get enough of it. A rerun from like 20 plus years ago. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. So good. So next morning, though, they're relieved. Polly is relieved as well. Tony makes this gesture of, hey, mm-hmm. now that we know we're off the hook, let's go catch some Marlin. Yeah. Let's rent a boat. Right. And immediately Polly's like, boat? Yeah. Why a boat? Yeah. Just you and me on a boat? That doesn't sound good. Right, yeah. Last time, you know, you got a boat and I was on it. Well, I mean, we'll get into detail of what yeah. of what all of this uh, makes Polly think about, right? Right. Uh, but in our next scene, we're back to Junior. Okay, great scene. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, funny. Also, terribly sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he tells this joke and then everyone loves it. He rises from the table saying he's got to go to the bathroom but then he you know they beg him hey tell us one more good one yeah and then we see that you know junior is still junior you know he's still not or he's present day junior in the sense that he's kind of off yeah off and then wets himself right can't finish the joke can't finish carter the has joke, to supply right? the the punch line mm-hmm. yeah it's really, just sad yeah yeah and then the fucking warden with the bad acting comes in mr stink yeah yeah mr stink fisher i can't believe that's his name yeah um yeah which leads us into 
the next scene with him speaking to the doctor who tells him, look, hey, you can take your medication and then we'll all be fine. Or I can put depends on you until we transfer you somewhere else that's mm -hmm. going to be less hospitable to you. Right. And he's like, well, fuck, I'm not going to wear depends. Yeah. Drug me up. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to wear depends and get booted from my cushy situation here. Hamel has been transferred. Yeah. As well. Fired, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. He was fired, <laughs> yeah. not transferred. Why did I write transferred? He was yeah. fired. Let go. That's what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, right, you know, we see there's real consequences for Junior pissing himself. <laughs> yes, there you are. Uh, so, yeah, sad. Be oh, well, Another because he's scene. not supposed to be. I guess we should make right. that point. Right. Medication's supposed to stop him from... Yeah peeing himself yeah the doctor said specifically you should not be incontinent on the medication yep so you're not taking it obviously right which leads us into the next beat where carter is trying to play it again of mm -hmm. you know cover junior's ass while he doesn't take his medication but sees that junior fully takes his medication right and is basically left there in disbelief right asks junior about it like what are you doing and carter's life-sized hero is mm -hmm. failing him yeah in this moment exactly just like perhaps his, his dad father. did yeah. before him perhaps <laughs> perhaps yeah. yeah uh carter has some serious daddy issues yes I as he even <laughs> refers to him as yeah. daddy <laughs> that's true yeah uh all right so back to tony and polly on the boat now this is great stuff right mm -hmm. um more literal remember when mm -hmm. Polly is just right away flashing back to when they killed big pussy at sea and dumped his body in the ocean yeah and uh you know Polly really feels a sense of dread like oh wait is like tony setting me up for a similar disposal yeah oh you know what i want to do right here what's that i want to test to see how many people actually listen to our podcast okay so I'm going to do an in-podcast quiz. All right. Don't, don't say it if you know what it is. Okay. Leave it for everybody. <laughs> okay. What is the name of the boat that they get on in this episode? Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. And I actually do remember. Good. Yeah, yeah, I noticed it. Well, if you know too, let us know on Twitter yeah. or Facebook. Right. Just and, those two. And, you know, we'll give you a prize of commenting back. Saying, <laughs> yeah. job well done right we're all out of gifts yeah yeah we have no more gifts to give <laughs> no uh that that ship has sailed. sailed yes just like the boat yes 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 and all of our potential uh guests on the show yeah have all sailed right <laughs> anyway yeah right they go to sea right and polly is in a state of acute dread yeah. uh and knows you know just like big pussy knew he had big pussy took that beat too i remember in season yeah. two when he got on the boat of like oh am i about to die <laughs> uh maybe there's really nothing i can do about it now though yeah if that's how it goes down that's how it goes down yeah i mean what could he do right yeah back with junior who actually missed carter carter mm -hmm. has been recluse and junior comes in to be like hey where you been i i missed you and you know what i got some details from the professor about how we could contact dick cheney directly mm -hmm. carter's like the fuck are you talking to that guy for 
yeah, now you're friends with the guy whose right. ass you kicked? Wow. Like, right. you really aren't the junior that I loved and respected and was living vicariously through. Yeah. And then we get this funny and sad beat from Junior when he says to Carter, You're very smart, Anthony. I'm sure you're very good with spelling, too. And it's like, he's thinking of Tony. Right. And at the same time, Carter is Asian. Well, I didn't think you were going to end it with that. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know where the spelling stuff comes from other than Carter being Asian. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, wait, you really don't? The spelling thing? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he mentioned spelling, because that was Carter's first big explosion, where he was like, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Remember when he was talking about his yes, dad? that's right. Yeah. What happened to the other four points? More kind of like stereotypical Asian tiger parenting, I guess. That's right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it really rubbed poor Carter the wrong way. Rubbed him the wrong way. Well, now we get a huge scene here. Oh, man. Yeah, this is great. Polly's life is in the balance here. It is. Will Tony go through with what he feels like he should do. Right. And this is a really interesting moment because it just kind of shows what an extreme mindset Tony is in right now, where he's yeah. considering killing one of his oldest and most loyal associates. Most loyal? Well, <laughs> you know. Yeah, maybe not most loyal. Not most That's loyal. somewhat the entire issue. You're right. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he, he is a loyal to the family cause well actually there was a whole season where he wasn't that loyal to the family no he, he really uh, that's wasn't. true yeah. <laughs> yeah okay well one of his Scrap oldest the loyalty yeah we'll yeah. take loyalty out he's of it he's just old he's just an old guy <laughs> with some very distinctive hair right uh and a distinctive vocal tick uh but yeah we it, it is kind of incredible that tony is in this position where he's like oh shit you know like i'm maybe gonna kill this guy right here and right now mm -hmm. just to be safe really yeah <laughs> you know yeah. i got a hatchet <laughs> yeah. right over there right hatchet like that's the first thing he looks at mm -hmm. the hatchet yeah but of course like he doesn't have true motive to kill polly that's none whatsoever i mean yep. how are you gonna go back to jersey and explain that one right so brings up jenny sack joke again mm-hmm Polly and Tony both know what's going on here. Yeah. If Polly says, yes, Tony, like, I'm sorry, it was me. I didn't mean it. That's pretty much like a green light yeah. for Tony, I would think. And if, if Polly admitted it, he right. probably would have been dead. Uh, yeah, he he'd has be to stick to lying. He has to. Yeah, he'd be signing his death warrant. Maybe Tony wouldn't have killed him right there on the spot, but, you know, Polly definitely would be in danger of maybe getting it later, like mm -hmm. when they got back to Jersey. Um, although, obviously, Tony is very clearly considering just doing it then and there. Yeah. Uh, with Not you know, needing a reason. Yeah, all these weapons around, <laughs> you know. Uh, but, yeah, this is just a, from a cinematic point of view, just a really, really, really well done scene, mm -hmm. you know, especially the way that the camera is kind of mounted on the deck there. And every time we get Polly's angle, you know, we get this wild kind of like queasy effect of the boat just going up and down, you know, yeah. uh, on for, the way For Tony's perspective, like right. a view of Tony. He's right. going up and down and then yeah. back to Polly and it's not so much. Is that what you mean? Well, no, actually it's... Both? Yeah, both. Like... 
Polly's uh, pers- like when it's Tony looking at Polly, it's pretty extreme. The kind of topsy turviness of it. Mm-hmm. At times, Tony's a little bit calmer, but then it also goes up and down in yeah. a kind of extreme way on Tony too. Yeah. So it's just a nice effect from um, this cinematographer turned director. Yeah, it is really good. Tony asks Polly flatly. Did you tell John the joke? Just tell me you told him the joke. It's fine. I know you told the joke. Mm-hmm. Polly denies it. Right. Tony asks, do you want a beer? Goes over to the beer. And then you're like, oh, shit. It's not just a hatchet. He's also got a bat. He's got a very, very fucking sharp knife. <laughs> it's like the universe telling him, kill him. Yeah. Kill him. <laughs> Exactly. Kill him. I mean, he's got this assortment. He's got the game of Clue right there. <laughs> right. You know, on the floor. <laughs> Which weapon would you like? <laughs> There's like 50 of them just lying around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to make it even more extreme, Polly literally takes that moment to stand up and just yeah. kind of present his back to Tony. <laughs> right. Like, it never is going to get easier than this. Right. Instead, he throws a beer at him. He settles on, no, I'm not going to kill him. Yeah, and another nice moment from Gandolfini here where he just gets this irritated expression on his face, this kind of, fuck, I just, I can't bring myself to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Almost frustrated with himself. Right. And thinking that he would go through with it. Yeah. I mean, the first time I saw this, I was like, fuck, he's going to kill him. He's going to kill him. Especially if it's, you know, as we know, one of the final episodes. You know, that's what's great about these final episodes is Mm -hmm. that, you know, the stakes can... Uh, plausibly be so high in each scene because you're like oh yeah maybe this character will just die right here yeah well the friendship of junior and carter has uh come to an end yes it is hilarious to see junior soprano sing country road yeah (laughs) that's just funny right and then the pianist uh, nurse ratchet she's really into it too yeah she's getting very soulful right (laughs) carter tries to interrupt it Junior gives him that look of like, stop it. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? That just triggers Carter. Sets yeah. him off. Beast mode Carter. Yes. Destroys Junior's face. Oh, such a sad scene. Yeah, really just beats the shit out of him because mm-hmm. he realizes that he's lost Junior for good. Junior is submitting, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, there's going to be no more defiance from him. And Carter really needed that. Yeah. Uh, and of course it ends uh, with, just a really great, you know, kind of emblematic shot of just those glasses, you know, Junior's broken. iconic glasses, right? Just lying there on the floor broken. Yeah. 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 I, I um, somebody mentioned this on uh, the interwebs. The guy in one of the previous scenes, the previous uh, episodes, mm-hmm. um, kind of bald, lanky guy in New York who made the comment about Jersey guys always fucking lambs or fucking sheep. Right, right, right. That's uh, Chianese Jr. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, oh, um, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dominic, Dominic Chianese, Chianese Jr. Jr. Oh, that's great. That's actually really funny because that guy seems so out of place. So it actually mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. that it's just sort of like a, a in-show cameo. You know? Right. Yeah, that's great. So with Polly in the next scene, uh, although that we find out this is a dream, mm-hmm. I imagine Polly really does come home to an empty house and says, what is it going to take to get some yeah. food around here? Yeah. I it's really, so realistic. Yeah, it really is. Uh, of course, he turns the corner into his kitchen and sees Big Pussy standing there. Yeah. Back back in The Sopranos. See, right. if you're dead, you still have opportunity to be in the show. 
That's very true. So yeah, this uh, nice little Vincent Pastor cameo. I mean, mm-hmm. we did. He he's been haunting this episode somewhat. Of course, he was you know um, overriding the entire boat sequence. Mm-hmm. Polly was thinking about him, and of course, it leads directly into this key question, uh, kind of symbolic dream question. Of course, that Polly asks Big Pussy. You know, when my moment comes, you know, will I stand up? And uh, that's well, be- a good question to ask, right? Well, because Big Pussy yeah. didn't. Exactly. He wanted to take a seat. Yeah. But it's just kind of like intense for Polly sure. to think that, oh, yeah, you know, there's like a pretty like good 50% chance that the way I'll die is someone executing me. You know, and in that moment, will I be brave? Mm-hmm. You know, will I be bold? Or will I, you know, falter? Yeah. We kind of get like a dark moment here of him like viciously lifting these weights. Right. And you're like, what is he plotting? Like, what could he be doing? <laughs> Next moment, he just gets him some really fancy William Sonoma espresso machine. Right. And I like how Tony defends Polly here. As Carmela leaves, we could see that Tony's kind of like, shit, like, mm-hmm. I fucked that guy's brain up, didn't I? yeah like i messed with him and he knows it right yeah he bullied him for like a whole episode (laughs) right it's funny because i remember last week i mean maybe you were doing this on purpose but you were like oh i feel like we're due for a poly episode i knew this one was an (laughs) oh okay yeah Yeah. uh so just like i keep hinting at tony's gambling problem exactly yeah spoiler alert it's not a spoiler alert (laughs) i'm just saying it's obvious right it is interesting though that they built that into this episode mm-hmm. when you would think that they didn't really have to, but mm-hmm. you know, I guess they wanted to, uh, but yeah, you know, just more of that kind of ambiguity from Tony of, mm-hmm. you know, do I love this guy or mm-hmm. do I like really hate him? Yeah. And you know, we see here, Oh, okay. I guess I do sort of love him in the end, you know? Yeah. Well, what do we get here? But somebody growing a pair of balls yeah. <laughs> and taking the reins, right? Because uh, in this next beat, it looks like uh, Doc is taken out by members of the dance group Jabberwockies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you got that too. But I, I totally like, did. I was looking at them like they're all wearing white gloves. Yeah. One guy has like a fisherman's cap right. on. Like, yeah. They all look like members of Jabberwocky. Yeah. Not particularly dark clothing either from what I remember. I mean. It was uh, like, it was like uh, black and white. Yeah. Like kind of black and white okay. clothes. Yeah. With okay. white sneakers. Yeah. It just felt like they were part of a dance group. Yeah. Like they were about like, to, you know, like do a break dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. Totally. Yeah. After uh, blowing Doc away. But yeah, I mean, they took no chances. Three guys. Th- yeah. This firing squad of oh, Jabberwockies. Yeah. Executing Doc. Doc takes a bullet into the eye, which we linger on in a link to The Godfather, yeah. the death of Mo Green. And then we had a comment earlier in the series when Big Pussy said, oh, Mo Green's eyes got too big for his stomach, which is why he got shot through the eye. Mm-hmm. And then we can say that applies to Doc, right? That is I mean, true. Literally taking food off of Phil's plate. Very good. I like that. And then, of course... We get these ladies coming out of the, wherever they're coming out of, right. and they just scream. It's a, it's one of those generic ADR recordings. <laughs> yeah, sure. That you, you know, like the uh, stormtrooper screaming. Yeah. Right off of uh, uh, the speed racer on the Ewok planet. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The, yeah, you're talking about the Wilhelm scream. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This lady scream. This is a scream that you hear all over the place. <laughs> right. All over the place. 
I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. I, no. I, I love catching those like audio. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we had screaming ladies in the last episode too, but I think less generic screaming effects. Uh, when the tort, when, uh, when the hairdo oh, yeah. got whacked. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, pretty, pretty gruesome scene. Uh, clearly, Phil, without too much trouble, is now in control, yes. which is literally pointed out in the very next <laughs> scene at the Bing. Yeah, by Sill. Yeah. Just, I mean, this whole scene is just reactions from Tony. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, he kept Polly alive, and of course, he knew he would have to put up with more storytelling. <laughs> right. And that's all he gets here is just an earful of Joe yeah. Namath. Remember when Joe Namath came into the bar? <laughs> <laughs> And he was drunk, so I bet it gets the Jets. Yeah. Uh, great. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. But Tony's like, man, I should have killed him when I had a chance. Exactly. <laughs> and then Sing 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 picks up the song. Sing Sing yes. Sing. Yes. <laughs> and uh, takes us out uh, on a beat up, dejected, demented junior petting a cat. Yeah, in a wheelchair. Yeah, with a busted arm. Right? Couldn't possibly be sadder. No. It's we probably the in. saddest state we've ever seen him in. <laughs> yeah, and then we fade out on that. And in a way, the fade out says, like, oh, maybe this is the last time we're ever going to see Uncle Junior. Yeah. You know? Or the I thought, ooh, like the fade out of him as a whole. Yeah, I definitely think that's true. Because he's definitely broken here. Yeah, his spirit is completely extinguished. Yeah. Well, that does it for this episode of The Soprano Show. I'm Gavin Bowen. And I'm Hannibal Diaz. Join us next week. Until then, subscribe, like. Actually, don't join us next week. I am getting married. And uh, you will be there. I and, will. And uh, I'll be away for a while. So we're going to take a break. You guys know that we haven't taken many breaks, so this is, uh, we're due for a break. I think this is like maybe our first break. First big break. Yeah, and we started this in 2016. I know. But, yeah. you know, you got to get married. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, so, as far as I have it uh, clocked out here, we should have episode 16 on Mother's Day. Wonderful. Yeah. So, look forward to that. Otherwise, like we do with every episode, we end with our favorite line. Um, I'll go first. Please. Yes. Mine is uh, when Syl gives that phone call to Tony, the first phone call, and he uh, tells him that they did tentatively ID that body. Mm-hmm. He asks, How's Paulie holding up? George, I'm holding up fine. He won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just thought that was great because yeah. I heard it. And I was just like, ah, his jaws. Right. That's a good one. <laughs> it was a good one. Mine was kind of funny too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a true throwaway, but it just kind of stood out in my mind. Uh-huh. It's the scene when Tony, Polly, Beansy, and the girls are having dinner. And for whatever reason, I just thought it was so funny when <laughs> Beansy goes, Back in the day, 70s, fucking 80s, you didn't make a move. In North Jersey without this one up your ass. I wasn't even born yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, The way you did it. I know I have to put the recording in, but you did a really good job there. That was really (laughs) fun. I wasn't even born yet.